who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night or the arrow that flies by or the pestilence that stalks in darkness or the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You'll only look with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked because you made the Lord your refuge, the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, no scourge to come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands, they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Those who love me, I will deliver. I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. With long life, I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, friends, grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So as I mentioned, today we're going to spend some time talking about Psalm 91. So I encourage you to have it out in front of you as we walk through it. Maybe even grab a pen or a pencil if you want to circle some words that stand out to you. Psalm 91 is entitled, A Prayer of protection, a prayer of protection. But it could also easily be called a prayer of reassurance or a song of help. Song of help. Because the Psalms, like we learned, really another name for songs or hymns of praise. And 91 is a song of help. Now Psalm 91 is this kind of litany, this list of trust in the face of danger, right? All kinds of dangerous things. A trust answered by God's own words of reassurance. And Psalm 91, it has some of the most beautiful words and images of all scripture, right? It really does. And it sings to us the psalmist's grateful praise for God's deliverance. The one who's writing or speaking to us is singing praise that they have been delivered from whatever it is that they've been going through. You know Psalm 91, right? You know much of it anyway, probably by heart. 
You know from the beautiful hymn that Barb sang for us on Eagle's Wings. It's a beloved hymn that we hear probably most frequently at funerals, right? Because of the image and the reminder of God keeping us in his hand, of the eagle's wings covering us, lifting us up, taking us to eternal life. Beloved images. Now the psalm begins, um, let me get mine in front of me. You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, my refuge, my fortress. The Most High, the Almighty, the Lord, these names for God, these sacred names for God are just laid out like that and then paralleled with two words, refuge fortress to say that this is who God is, to tell us God's characteristic. But what does it really mean to live in the shelter of the Lord? Take a moment and think about where it is that you find shelter. Where does your protection come from? Are there places of refuge in your life? In our first world lives, right, we don't really worry too much about shelter. We don't. We're fortunate that we have homes and warm beds, but we also recognize that that's not the case for everyone. But there are still times in our lives where we find ourselves needing shelter right? Uh, Oh, and I forgot the clicker. Growing up in Iowa, tornadoes were always a really uh, near threat in the summertime. And um, I remember when I was in school, elementary school, we had to practice these tornado drills, and we would have to put a textbook over our head and get under the desk Do they still do that? (laughs) I just don't think that seems very safe. (laughs) But we did it all the time. We were ready. And then I remember later, when I got my first apartment, uh, I probably lived an hour or so away from my parents, the tornado sirens were going off. And I was so worried, I didn't know what to do, so I called my mom. (laughs) Like that would be of any help, you know. Um, So... There are times when we want to seek shelter, right? Um, There was a a tweet that I saw this week. Many of you maybe saw that Iowa was hit pretty hard with some tornadoes this last week. And um, this is the tweet that I saw. It came from the bishop, uh, Michael Burke, who is in the southeastern Iowa synod. And he says, be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for in you my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge until the destroying storms pass by. It went along with this picture. I don't know if you can even see that. It might be too small for you to see, but 
it's really like total destruction there. I think this is somewhere around Pella, if you're familiar with that. There are times in our life when it's very real that we need shelter. Yeah, and if, for sure we want to keep those people in our prayers. Um, and it will take some time to clean that up, and many will be without homes. They're in need of shelter. They're in need of refuge. So I ask you again, where do you find shelter? And where do you seek refuge? And now I'm not necessarily speaking about a physical kind of shelter. I'm asking about the shelter or refuge that protects your heart and your soul. Where do you find that kind of peace, a kind of safe place, security, a grounding in being fully known where it's comfortable, safe. You can be your true self. Those aren't easy places to find. Maybe it's time with a grandparent. Maybe that's very fond in your memory of that time. Or, or an old treehouse or a cabin. Maybe it's your favorite fishing spot. Maybe it's your sewing room. I have a friend who has a room in her home that she calls her refuge. In that room, she has a soft chair and a soft blanket. She has a candle with her favorite scent. She has an east-facing window so she can watch the sun. No electronics. It is her place to find peace. Do you have a place like that? If you're like me, it tends to be hard to find time to slow down long enough to find that shelter, to find that refuge. Well, here's the gift of Psalm 91. Psalm 91 would like to introduce you to refuge. Refuge, a place of divine peace and protection. Not just for getaways but a place for your heart and your soul to dwell and to abide and to live. As I've been studying the Psalms, I came across this interesting idea from one theologian who said that if you could break down all of the Psalms into one word, that word would be refuge. The Psalms are a refuge for God's people. Right? A safe place where you are known. What you are feeling, what you are going through, it is known. It is shared. And your cries are heard and your songs are shared among all God's people. 150 different prayers, songs. Everything in the Psalms is about being known. Trusting that the Lord knows. Knows you and knows what is happening hears us, even in our pain, it brings comfort because it's safe and it's this relational experience between us and God. And this theologian went on to say that the word refuge is like the one handle that describes this human and divine relationship in the Psalms. It's the rhythm of responsiveness, right? We cry out, God hears and responds. We sing out, God responds. 
So these first verses of Psalm 91, they speak to the trust that the psalmist has for the Almighty. As if to say, I put my highest trust here so much that you are my shelter, you are my refuge and my fortress. Martin Luther would say a mighty fortress is our God, right? I'm sure there's some Psalm 91 influence there. This word refuge, it signifies deep trust, this dependence between God and us. Believers are those who seek shelter, refuge, protection from God, and that becomes real for us. And God's forgiveness, seeking that shelter in the Lord's Supper, to be claimed in baptism, in blessing and in hope, it's also to trust to God, to have faith that God will show up, that God will come through. Not to say that bad things won't happen, but to say that it will end one day. God will have the last word. Now the middle of the psalm, it gives us countless examples of God's protection. And the psalmist says it over and over again. You know, I think about when I'm talking to my kids and I have to say it over and over and over because they just don't hear it, they don't remember it. The same is true in the psalm. It keeps telling us over and over again. In verse three, I'm gonna deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the deadly pestilence. Now there's a word. Have you used that word lately? Pestilence. It just sounds bad, doesn't it? deadly plague, you know? Maybe that's cancer. You know, it's still, we still have pestilence now. Well, I'm gonna deliver you from that. And he'll cover you with his pinions. There's another kind of weird word, which is the flight feathers of the bird, the, the biggest ones, the ones that outstretch the most where we get those eagle's wings. He's gonna cover you with that. Also brings to mind that image of um, Jesus looking over Jerusalem in the New Testament, weeping, saying he would like to gather them in as a hen gathers the chicks with the arms, the wings around them. Uh, one of our only kind of uh, female image of God. This nurturing kind of thing. And under his wings, you will find refuge. Refuge, peace. Safety, it's comfortable there. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. A lot of the language of this time was about war and um, fighting and things. And so we talk about a shield and a buckler. And you will not fear the terror of the night or the arrow that flies by. And it just keeps going. And we go to some more pestilence that stalks in the darkness. The psalmist is just passionate to say, I don't care what situation you think of, God has got your back. You are not alone. And we go through all of these, all of these, until finally um, we get into verse nine and we hear that word refuge again. Because you have made the Lord your refuge, the most high your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you. No scourge come near your tent. 
God is with you. God offers that protection, that reassurance, that refuge. But that's what faith is, right? Putting our life in God's hands, but at the same time struggling to trust and rely that God does have our back. Because if you're like me, I want to believe that I'm in control, that I can figure it out, I can solve it. We're constantly struggling to rely and to trust that God has us. Well, the psalmist saves the very best for the end of the psalm. At the end of the psalm, we hear a list of God's promises, what God has to say for all those who know him. It says, because you know me, I will answer. I will protect you. They are powerful words when we find ourselves in the middle of pestilence or disease. Powerful promises where we experience the terror of the night and God says, I will rescue you. And under his wings, you'll find refuge. I'd like us to just read those last few verses again together. If you have it in front of you, starting with verse 14, to close today. Those who love me, I will deliver. I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. With long life, I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. Would you pray with me? Good and gracious God, you created us, you redeem us, you sustain us. Every moment of our lives, you are with us. In you, we place our trust. When we face illness or conflict or fear, you are our steadfast protector. When we suffer setback or loss, you restore us through your love. When our lives prosper and we are comfortable, you move us to share our blessings with others. Cover us always, Lord, with your shelter, with your shadow, with your outstretched wings. Everything, Lord, on our hearts, where we hurt, where we have joy, we lift up to you in grateful praise. In Jesus' name, amen.